Welcome to Lit D&D, a podcast where we combine literature and Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host, Owen Kennington. Joining me today are... I'm Will Zobel. I'll be playing Owen Glendower. I'm Connor Rawson. I will be playing Mowgli from The Jungle Book. I'm Taylor Flickinger, and I'm playing Lenny Small from Of Mice and Men. And normally we would also have Elizabeth Condi with us, who would be playing Mary Shelley, but she is traveling, so we will have to excuse her for today. For those of you who aren't already familiar with Dungeons & Dragons, D&D is an improvised storytelling game where the outcomes of actions are decided by rolling dice. Today, we're exploring the literary landscape of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. If you're new to D&D, we've got a bare-bone explanation of the essentials for you. If you're not, feel free to skip ahead to the music. Dungeons & Dragons is a role-playing game where the outcomes of actions are decided by the dice, usually a 20-sided die. Each player gets to control one character, who has a set of abilities and skills by being a certain class, ranging from axe-wielding barbarians to spell-casting wizards. The players are to work together to overcome the challenges, puzzles, and foes given them by one unique player called the Dungeon Master, who is in charge of running the game. Okay, and with that, I think we are ready to kick off today's session. Um, If you'll remember from last time, our party was exploring the dark, dank world of Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. You are here to try and figure out what exactly is going on with Bookrot and to obtain the this artifact that is shaped like an hourglass with tentacles running up the side. It's supposed to be related to the disease. Um, when we left off, you had just finished beating up some creations very similar to Um, Frankenstein's monster in a dark and abandoned chapel, which in the basement of which you suspect is located the laboratory that Frankenstein's monster is set up to make more copies of himself. So as you guys are standing over these bodies and just kind of gathering your senses, you see Mary Shelley have a light bulb moment for some some ideas in her book, and she explains very hurriedly that she needs to take some time off the today and runs back towards the mansion so she can get those noted down. Um, in her absence, it seems that Owain is probably the one who's going to step up and take command. Owain, do you have any inspiring words for our flourishing party that is now short a member? Owain looks Lenny and Mowgli in the eye and says, all right, well, we've lost probably the smartest person in our group, but we're going to carry on. (laughs) We're going to go down those stairs over there and hopefully not die. And hopefully there will be some wonderful prizes for us all, maybe some more fluffy animals for you, Lenny. And with that, he turns on his tail to walk down the stairs. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so very um, very slowly you're able to fumble your way past the bodies and the pews and up to the stairs. In the very back of the um, chapel, you find a small, dank staircase leading down. There's the occasional faint groaning sound that comes from it. It's kind of gross. Um, does anybody have any objections to just diving right down in? Mowgli, is it dark? 
it's it's pretty dark um pretty dark. It, it'll be very difficult to see without the aid of some <laughs> form of light i have dark vision right Oh, yes, by virtue of your race. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you are able to see without any difficulty and are actually a little bit confused by how uncertain everybody else seems of it. It's just a pair of stairs, after all. I'm just figuring that as the most intelligent person of this group after Mary, um, I am to lead <laughs> the pack. So I'm going to hop on downstairs just assuming that the other two are following i want to be able to like be holding lenny's coat like a little kid holding their mom's coat in a grocery store while i'm following him down the stairs yeah we'll definitely have that work um while you guys are fumbling down the stairs can i have lenny make a stealth check to see how noisy he is as he's wandering down absolutely Awesome. So as you're making that, the stairs themselves aren't super, there's nothing special about them, aside from being a little bit slick from the water leaking down the walls. You know, it is a abandoned chapel after all. How stealthy are you feeling today, Lenny? I am not feeling very stealthy at all. I rolled a nine on stealth. <laughs> okay, so as you're wandering down the stairs, more like crashing down the stairs, um, there is a stitched human form waiting for you at the bottom. It looks kind of handsome at first, you know, made from beautiful materials. It's very strong and capable looking, but his gross, watery, slightly dead eyes are very off-putting, especially for a character like Lenny, who has never even touched a dead thing of any sort. I offer slightly sarcastically. Um, does it see me? It does, very faintly. It asks you, uh, how, how did you get here? I'm just going to uh, We were transported here by a wizard with a weird name. Weird name. That. Yes, Professor Fluffy Bottom, but his, his bottom wasn't very fluffy. Uh, <laughs> that dumb name. That makes no sense. I. That's what I said, man. <laughs> Thank you. No one got me. <laughs> he looks so concerned and so feels so threatened by this massive um, monster in front of him that just out of instinct he goes to take a swipe at you. <laughs> What's your armor class? 14. All right, so he will successfully beat that with his attack roll as he just tries to clock you with one of his fists. You'll take three points of bludgeoning damage as Frankenstein's monster just smacks you, and then he starts trying to go for your throat um, to choke you out, and he can't even reach your throat. How short point. is this thing? Um, Not... He's not super short, but based on his attack roll, he's feeling a little sore in the shoulders today. He couldn't reach super high. Mm, I see. Okay, so what's Lenny going to do? How does he react to this just wild punch? I'm going to freak out. Hey, what, what was that for? And I'm just in, at, out of sheer memory because I'm a, I'm a brawler. <laughs> I actually think Lenny's a brawler, but I'm a brawler. 
So <laughs> I am going to take a swipe at him. Well, while this is all happening, can Owen do something? Yeah, Owen is, you, you mentioned you're right behind the stairs doing the whole mom carrying a little kid's coat sort of thing. Yeah, so what Owen is going to do, I want to stealth, but like as Lenny's coming down and uh, the monster's locking eyes with him, I want to try to stealth my way around the room to try and find the hourglass. I rolled a 20, by the way. A nat 20? <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> okay, so a 20 does hit. And roll roll stealth with advantage, Owain, as our friend Frankenstein's monster is completely distracted by the big, by the big half-orc barbarian. <laughs> the big mace of smiting that's suddenly hitting him in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's going to hurt in the morning. <laughs> so, what'd you get on there, Stealth? 21. 21. He does not notice you. You're able to slip past him, and just past him you see a small table with an hourglass on it, hooked up to a number of contraptions with boiling and pickled liquids and gross animal parts. What did you get on your damage, Lenny? That is nine. Nice. So he's already starting to look pretty damaged. Um, he <laughs> recoils and just he tries to hit you again because he is thrown off his game. Um, <laughs> not only is this thing that he has never seen before, this person he's never seen before, doesn't even recognize, successfully defeating him in, act, in bouts of strength but it's also hurting him more than he's used to being hurt. So he's going to punch you again, um, this time with his other fist, which as it's traveling towards your face, you see it has a set of brass knuckles on it. Of course. Dealing, yeah, because why not? It'll deal seven points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, man. Ow. Owain, what are you doing in the meantime? I'm just going to try to yank the hourglass out of whatever contraptions it's in. Owen does not care at all. <laughs> Lenny is getting the tar beat out of him. <laughs> uh-huh. and as any good leader would, By he knows that sacrifices have to be made. <laughs> a complete ragdoll of a person is just destroying me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. Mowgli's there. He can help you. Yeah, so I was just about to ask Mowgli. Um, it's definitely your turn to do something. What would you like to do? Yeah, so I'm still kind of trapped on the stairway, I'm assuming. Mowgli is hanging out behind um, Lenny as he's kind of getting punched in the face. So I am... Also remember you're riding a bear from... Oh, am I still on a bear? Oh, crap, I forgot about my bears. You're You're still on a bear. My bear friends are going to beat the crap out of Frankenstein's monster in next turn. I'm going to run up and, well, I'm going to jump off the bear first because I'm still on the bear. So I'm going to jump off of the bear and run towards Lenny's back. Uh, so run down the stairs and touch him on the back and cast Bull's Strength, Ooh. which gives him the advantage on strength checks as well as doubling his carrying capacity, which is pretty important here, I think. Uh, just kidding. Uh, Mowgli <laughs> is going to, after he does that, he's going to yell, take him down, Lenny, you can get him. 
<laughs> All right, and Lenny, are you going to take him down? I'm going to take him down. I'm feeling just <laughs> suddenly, my friend Mosley just patted me on the back, and I'm feeling very strong, so I'm going to try to lift up Frankenstein's monster and slam him <laughs> All right. against the wall. Make an athletics check with advantage. All right, first roll, where's athletics? First roll's a 20. Nice, that'll, that'll easily do it. Second roll's a 20, I rolled the same. All right, cool. All right, so you pick up Frankenstein's monster, which, by the way, thank, side note, thank you for calling him Frankenstein's monster and not Frankenstein. Come on, I, man. I swear that's a pet peeve shared by all English majors. <laughs> that <laughs> It's just, you can't be an English major if you're not bothered by people calling Frankenstein's monster Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, so you're able to pick up Frankenstein's monster with little to no problem whatsoever. You just hurl him back first against the wall and... Um, still kind of getting used to his stitching not completely covered over by skin. The stitching on his body just pops and he just falls to bits. Oh, gross. On the ground. It's not a pretty sight. Um, how do you react to this sudden pile of... Ugh? I have freak out and run back upstairs to my brothers, man. I was fixed. I'm not, I, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much for you. Yeah. Meanwhile, Owen, you have successfully detached the hourglass from it, or from the contraptions. And in your voice, you hear the voice of Professor Stumblebum ask you, I see you have the hourglass. Um, are you ready to go to the next book? Yes, absolutely. Get us out of here. <laughs> a guy just fell apart. Excellent. No, he seem, he sounds concerned, but says, no need to tell me twice. <laughs> and Lenny, who is mid-step walking up a stair. and I'm not, I'm not every, my bears. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll bring your bears too. Oh, good. He, he's very conscious of your needs. He better. <laughs> <laughs> so he casts his teleporting spell from his office and Everybody from where they're at, um, except for Mary Shelley, it feels like they're being sucked through a hole that is just way too small. It's very uncomfortable. inspires a bit of claustrophobia, and it just dumps you out in another office. This one looking much more modern than the last, although some of the smells and sounds are very similar to um, Frankenstein. Um, can I have everybody make perception checks really quick just to see how much you see? Garbage. I, that is a seven. Okay. So Lenny's a little bit disgruntled because one moment he was trying to run upstairs and the next moment he's falling flat on his face because of his inertia. Um, Mowgli? <laughs> Mowgli rolled a 19. Mowgli is massively perceptive. And then Owain? 12. Okay, so Owain is just aware that something has changed. Um, for a split second, you think it feels like you've just been teleported back to your book, um, or the beginning of Frankenstein. Mowgli, you immediately see the writings on the wall that look suspiciously like footnote though i'm not sure how mowgli would be aware of yeah, what a footnote read. is <laughs> you can't read you see some strange scribblings on the wall that look exactly like the same sort of scribblings that sir or professor blindhop had i'm just gonna office. point to him and say hey guys look at those <laughs> 
Lenny probably looks. I don't know that Lenny can read much better than probably. I mean, I I, I actually don't know. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Um, Owen, you can make out what this says. I can have you just read it for the party. I've got it up. You you read for the benefit of the rest of the party who <laughs> is illiterate. <laughs> You're really missing your author friend. <laughs> Um, and remember, Lenny is the second most intelligent person. Yeah, so he claims. That's you're dang right. <laughs> you know, it was very humble of him to even admit that Mary Shelley might be a little bit smarter. Thank so. you. This guy gets it. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> so almost, you can almost hear it in Professor Blindhop's voice. Um, the footnote reads. Welcome to the novel, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Things have gone very awry here. You're looking for a small brass cylinder that rotates in the center that lets off a very dense sort of steam. From what I can tell, this steam is made up of a vaporized form of the potion that Dr. Jekyll invented, which serving to split the good from the bad in a person's personality for the city of London has only succeeded in splitting the good from the bad and letting the bad part of every, almost everyone who smells it take over. So you're going to have to sneak through the streets to find it. Um, I think it's roughly two or three miles north of here. And that's where the footnote ends. Oh, and then there's a little PS at the bottom of the footnote that instructs you to look for future footnotes too throughout the book do we uh, do any of us know what what book we're in i don't think we do no i I don't know that any of you have heard of dr jekyll and mr hyde all right um this oh man mowgli is definitely gonna plug his nose though he's concerned about smelling something that could make him bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah so in addition on there on the footnotes there's a small sketch of what the brass um little thing might look like it looks pretty i'm assuming but also pretty unmistakable people wouldn't look at it twice but you won't find many like it just hanging around so it'll probably be just from your own intuition and from this footnote located on a very tall building or tower so as to spread its contents to as many people as possible. Mowgli still plugging his nose is going to, you know, having heard what Owain has read to us from the footnote is going to say, guys, should we, should we maybe split up and, and go in different directions? Still plugging his nose, very concerned about whatever fumes might turn him evil. Why, why aren't you plugging your nose? <laughs> uh, should I? Uh, I'm, I'll plug my nose too, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's a very good idea, guys. Is there like paper or something in the office, like books and whatnot? Yeah, books, Mowgli. letters. He's going to tear up some paper and start shoving it up his nose so he doesn't have to use his hand. Smart. You're able to find... You t- you take some very important-looking papers with lots of um, signs for currency and numbers and some other sundry letters, and without a second thought, just stuff them up your nasal cavity. The guy can't read! <clears throat> up my nose. 
<laughs> I can't read. <laughs> so yeah, oh. you're feeling pretty, pretty safe from whatever this thing is. Much, much safer, much more smug about my my intelligence standing with the rest of the party. It's <laughs> definitely just gone up. I mean, there's book learning, and then there's street smarts. Exactly. You're feeling very superior in the latter. Wouldn't they be considered jungle smarts for Mowgli? <laughs> that is a I very good point. Mowgli's got him. Owen is rubbing his temples just out of pure exasperation. He's got a slight <laughs> migraine coming on, realizing the task he has ahead of him without Mary Shelley. Probably already missing her influence. Oh, greatly. He can't wait until somebody else comes along and can help him be a mature and responsible adult that understands how the world works. I but like it. He, he's going to just like turn to both Mowgli and to Lenny and be like, all right, are you guys, are you guys good? Like, you all set to open the door and go outside? Let's I'm, find someone, talk to him. I'm just going to walk out the door. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right so he's gonna nod his head he's feeling confident you walk out the door into right directly into a very confused looking man sporting a fantastic um thick mustache that uh, i hate to say it but does look very fluffy and touchable to lenny Ooh, baby i feel like i should have to roll like something to not pet something fluffy i feel like that <laughs> make a wisdom save <laughs> i love it all right here we go it's a good thing i've got terrible wisdom <laughs> that's a six <laughs> yeah no you you are you have your fingers all up in this dude's mustache how soft is it not very actually it's pretty bristly i'm gonna remove my hand and look disgusted at this man <laughs> How dare he have the fluff that's not actually a fluff? No. All right. <laughs> Professor Fluffy Bottom's beard was much softer. Yes, it was. And also, he took it much better. This other dude kind of shrieks. And I see, oh, what in the blazers do you think you're doing? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Owen, oh, do, do you want to head off any of this? Yeah. Um, Owen is going to like wrangle Lenny and Mowgli over to one side and he's going to say to Lenny, Lenny, how about you get your uh, three little fluffs out and see what animals you get this time? Yeah, I thought, do I still have my bears? Yeah, so your bears are still there. Um, they're going to disappear longer. soon. Yeah, Lenny doesn't know that though. Yeah, so uh, within 10 minutes they're going to disappear. All right. Well, then, then uh, as as Owain pulls me away, I'm gonna just like scratch my bear's head and make eye contact with this guy and intimidate him. He, you do not even have to roll intimidation, as he is already very intimidated. <laughs> got bears, son. You watch yourself. Better, better let me pet that mustache next time. <laughs> he just kind of nods worriedly, and then. Looks back to you and says, excuse me, I though I shouldn't even have to excuse myself. Who are you? What are you doing here? And also, what is going on? And 
Mowgli's going right. to jump up in front of him and say, have you been breathing the stuff? Did you breathe the stuff? I, no, I have stayed inside since everything has started going, everything went wrong. But you, but you know about the stuff, right? I know it's brought out the worst in people. Where, where do we go to stop it? Point us in the right direction. All right, you're going to have to go up to this large clock. T- you, you, you know Big Ben. I don't even know why I need to describe it. Who's Ben? <laughs> I see. I do need to describe it. <laughs> Big clock tower in the center. There's something going on at the top of it. I don't know what. Does, uh, does Mowgli know what a clock is? I don't think so. <laughs> Let's just assume Mowgli sees him pointing at some large structure and it's yeah, going in that direction. <laughs> so Mowgli's already headed outside. <laughs> Mowgli's on the move, moving <laughs> as stealthily as, let's say, a panther would through the jungle, as he is aware that this is a dangerous, unfamiliar situation. Sounds good. So Mowgli is just creeping down this hallway still inside a building, but feeling very proud of himself for how stealthily he's doing it. Um, everybody else still kind of knows he's there. Owen, are you going to look for any other more instructions for this guy? Yeah, first of all, Owen is going to just apologize profusely to this man. <laughs> and he's going to say, listen, listen I, I'm so sorry. I apologize for my companions here. We've been sent here by a strange man to come and get rid of all the badness that's going on to solve your problems. And then he's going to look at Lenny and motion for him to follow and then walk out the door, just leaving this guy behind. <laughs> all right. So, in the room with the bears. Unless Lenny's bringing the bears with him. I'm, oh, are you kidding? Of course I'm bringing the bears. All right, so the this man who would have he would have introduced himself as Mr. Utterson, a close friend to Dr. Jekyll. Um, <laughs> we are disinterested in Dr. Jekyll and his friends. Yeah, uh, you know, probably understandably. <laughs> Can Elaine do something as we're walking out, real quick? Yeah, what does he want to do? All right. Um, I'm looking for any sort of rope or like curtain or something that I could like essentially make those like little kid leashes to like try and keep Lenny and Mowgli together with him and to keep him from wandering too far off. You are, you are able to find a leash meant for the mastiffs that guard the manor. Mr. Utterson just kind of, as, as you pick it up, Mr. Utterson just kind of mutters, uh, y- yes, I guess, help yourself. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to, uh, Mowgli left already, right? Yeah, Mowgli's like prowling through the hallway trying to find a way out of the building. So he uh, I'm going sa- to saunter off after Mowgli on board and I'll wave goodbye to Mustache Man. See you later. He says, yes, hopefully not under his breath. <laughs> Ogly and Lenny are able to quickly find the door to the house to get out the bottom. Um, Owen, what did you want to do with that leash? Okay, so... I already have a sneaking suspicion, but I want to hear it from your mouth. Okay, I'm going to catch up to Mowgli and to Lenny and get them to stop. And then 
what I'm hoping is, since we're trying to be stealthy, is I can use this leash on one of them to, like, give them help with their stealth because they'd be stealthing with me. <laughs> the leash of stealth. Mowgli is 100% <laughs> dodging a leash, though. Yep, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mowgli is probably the stealthiest of you lot. I am definitely not. not I'm, I'm not getting leashed. Well, so I'm going to do a slide of hand to try and get it on one of them without them noticing. Do we have a collar? Like, what's like, how, explain to me the mechanics of this leash. Yep, it is. It is. It has a cast iron clasp at the end that's meant to be affixed to a collar. So you could maybe get it through a belt loop or yeah. something similar. Mowgli is probably going to pretty easily dodge it. What, what's your passive perception, Lenny? Huh. Uh, it's a nine. All right, so roll stealth or sleight of hand, Owen. You have to beat a nine. I rolled thirteen. All right, so you're able to get it through the belt loop without any trouble. Now roll perception to see what ha- <laughs> if you notice the tug on your belt. Me? Yes, Lenny. Ooh, that's a uh, it's perception, right? Yes. It's a fourteen. Yep, that, that'll be enough since it's bigger than the stealth check. So you notice that there's something pulling on your belt and your first instinct, I think, is to just take off. <laughs> I am still traumatized by getting beat up by stitched up monsters. I'm, I'm, I'm worried it's that. I'm just, I'm running. <laughs> Poor guys having out, nightmares. I yell out, guys, the monster followed and just bolt off down the hallway you bolt off down the hallway you run out the door and fortunately there isn't anybody out on the street right now that notices you <laughs> Owen, try and calm calm him down really quick while Mowgli just roll stealth for me so i'm assuming that i was being dragged by the leash as he's running down the hallways and stuff right yup <laughs> <laughs> you are going with him Owen's just going lenny oh stop oh stop and trying to get him to stop and when he finally stops i'm gonna say lenny listen ah, my ribs lenny this this rope this leash is to help protect you from getting attacked by any more monsters so if you keep it on and stay by me you'll be safe i feel like with my uh my knowledge of all things fluffy. I'm pretty familiar with a leash, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I, I see through that. I'm gonna say, no, no, it's not. This is a leash and I'm gonna grab it and I'm gonna yank on it out of your hands as hard as I can. <laughs> all right, both make stealth or strength checks and also your bears are disappearing, Lenny. No! <laughs> oh! I bears. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a nat one. <laughs> Well, I rolled a five, so... Somehow, Lenny finds himself... So the disappearance of your bears completely distracts you from the fact that you're on a leash. Mm. And you fall to your knees and at the top of your lungs do the Darth Vader breaking out of the lab thing. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So, all right. Would you like to pull more fluffy things out of the... Yeah, can I? I'm going to dump the bag upside down. Yeah, and then for now, you're going to be okay with 
this leash while you're just kind yeah. of wandering around because you're being distracted by Animals. these fluffy things. Yeah. So I'm assuming you're just dumping them all out. Yep. Okay, so you, using your bag of tricks, create one rabbit, a badger, <laughs> and another badger. Ooh, I'm going to pick up the rabbit, and I'm just going to carry it with me. The rabbit is confused and also concerned about something it smells in your pocket, but... <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that is. <laughs> No idea. Probably, probably that infamous rivalry mice have with rabbits. That's probably what it is. Alive Definitely. Alive rabbits. All right, let's keep going. Don't need to talk about that anymore. Mowgli. <laughs> Mowgli is carefully moving down the street in the direction of the clock tower. Little out of sorts being in a city. You're grateful. London is, is bigger than he's ever expected it could be. Yeah, somehow even more developed than... You You thought the last place you were was a little too developed. Yeah, so moving in awe of the buildings, Mowgli has rolled a 15 for his stealth check. You know, that that's good enough. There's not going to be anybody noticing you. Um, Owain, roll stealth for yourself and for Lenny. All right, that is 22. Uh, wow, you are even less noticeable. All right, so you guys are in the southeast corner of where we're starting. Tower is in the northwest. It's about 1,000, 1,200 feet away from where you're at. You guys are able to get about 400 feet in, ducking through side streets and kind of gliding over soot-covered cobblestones and avoiding a lot of London where you'll need to make another stealth check as you guys run into stuff. Also, Lenny, you are now aware of the leash again. I gotta turn around and I'm gonna get out of his hands again. I said, give me that! <laughs> Alright, so in addition to stealth, make a strength check, Owain. All right. And Lenny. What'd you get on your stealth, Mowgli? So I got a 20 on my Mowgli. stealth. Mowgli is invisible. Mowgli is. I'm really emulating the panther. I'm really doing my Bagheera <laughs> things here. Mm-hmm. They're great. Um, Owing, what you get on your strength? Owing strength? Yes. You got a 12. Lenny, what'd you get on your strength check? I got a 21. Alright, so you easily just ripped that leash out of Owing's <laughs> hands. Um... Both of you are going to need to make your own stealth checks now. What what did you guys get on your stealth? Um, oh, that was actually better than I was expecting. You got a 19. Wow. So you are... <laughs> you see Mowgli emulating Bagheera here and just kind of do the same thing. You think it's pretty cool looking, Owain? I got a 20. Okay. Night, you guys are really good at stealths for some reason. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so the badgers. <laughs> <laughs> the badgers are just kind of following your lead. They'll be stealthy if you're stealthy. They'll be noisy if you're noisy. Um, generally, that's actually kind of surprising for badgers. Be- being well behaved is not often associated with. It's not a badger uh, trait. Yeah. Are they honey badgers? No, unfortunately. But just like honey badgers, they do what they want. Hey, we're going to keep moving towards the clock tower then. 
Yep. Do so we as, see anything going on? Is there anyone like in the street? Is it pretty empty? Yeah. So this time, um, after you guys get about 400 feet up, the repeated stealth check was due to the fact that there are people now roaming the streets and places, although all of them look just absolutely grotesque. Ooh. None of them are appealing to the eye, if you will. Um, bulbous, in some cases, long, lanky, almost skeletal limbs. Everyone seems just kind of engrossed in being suspicious of each other, too engrossed somehow to notice you as you're keeping to the side streets, getting closer and closer to the tower. There are a couple fights that break out here and there along the way. You do run across lots of people who have been <laughs> murdered in one way or another. Oh gosh. Um, this is, after all, the just the evil side of people in, who have gone outside in London. I gotta being, pet my rabbit. I'm feeling anxious. My rabbit helps me feel better. All right. Um, the rabbit <laughs> deflates underneath your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep petting. I don't even. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I just <laughs> hide uh, my alive rabbit a little bit from the eyes of Wayne and uh, Mowgli, though. <laughs> Well, alive rabbits. <laughs> this relationship has been very beneficial for one of you involved. <laughs> you are feeling less anxious, so, you know. I, I, I would say its life was not given in vain, but it, it's not dead, right? It's just... It's yeah, still... well, it's, well, yeah, I mean, it's in the process of living. <laughs> so you guys are able to get another 400 feet before... You start running into fresh, isolated people who seem a little more aware than the people that you were running to initially. Um, make another set of stealth checks for me. See if you're able to continue. Oh man, I'm rolling. Man, that's another 19. Wow! So having the rabbit to pet calmed you down so much that you are just happy to follow the group. Just kind of... <laughs> I'm doing fine. Do you think Mowgli? Mowgli got a 14. Mowgli has picked up a couple of glances as he's going. Owain? Nat 1. Oh! oh. <laughs> okay, so Nat 1, often known as a guaranteed failure. Owain is trying to... You feel like you're not doing enough to look inconspicuous. So you start trying to shuffle and look gross, and you immediately just walk out into the street and trip over someone who's lying half alive in the, in, on the street. And as they're woken up, they just let out this ear-splitting screech. <laughs> and everybody in the street notices you. Most of the people head off except for a large burly man with lamb chops the the probably oh, no. the most magnificent lamb chops you've ever seen not lamb chops <laughs> <laughs> chop up some lambs um, trouble so he steps up to you <laughs> he goes you're not from me are you um no <laughs> that's what he, that's what i thought and he pushes pushes you backwards um you trip over the person that you were trying to step over so you are prone then he turns to 
um, our friend Lenny and sees the rabbit and the badgers and says, those are some lovely pelts they are. I fancy I'm going to make a new wallet. And he steps up to take them from you. I'm going to push him away and not touch my friends. You push him away and he, and as you would probably expect, swings a haymaker with his right fist. And misses, falls just short. Um, Everybody roll initiative. See who's going first. All right. Got a 19. I got a 9. 13. 13. Okay. So up first, it's going to be Mowgli, followed by Owain, followed by the bad guy, and then Lenny last. He's he's busy making... Lenny is making sure that his... I'm um, making sure my rabbit's safe. Yes. First and foremost. <laughs> oh, dear. Priorities. Right. <laughs> so Mowgli, what are, you, what are you doing? Yeah, Mowgli is in panther mode, and so he's just immediately on all fours going to rush this guy from behind and jump on him. And as he's, like, channeling his inner panther, it seems like his teeth are sharper and his fingernails are almost like claw-like in length for some reason and he just makes this this primal savage attack against this guy and that's gonna be a 12. Uh, 12 to hit will successfully hit roll All damage. Right. So I get to do 1d10 oh my god acid damage. Woo! Uh, yeah that's gonna be a 2. <laughs> <laughs> no bonus to the modifier or anything? Nope no bonus it's a cantrip. Primal savagery. So that's that. <laughs> that's a broken cantrip. <laughs> awesome. All right, Owain, you're up. Get up from prone and attack. And I rolled a uh, 16. 16 hits. Roll damage. I'm assuming you're using your flaming sword. Uh, yes, but I am oh, not going to ignite my flaming sword because I figure that fire might draw more people's attention. Are there a lot of people around us? No, most everybody else bolted at this really loud sound. All right, and that is uh, four. All right, so this guy is going to... He's just... He's angry that he's been hit with anything, so he turns back to Owain, who just smacked him, and drawing a dagger from his from inside his coat, tries to stab you. What's your armor class? 13. All right, so he successfully manages to catch you with his dagger. He stabs you, dealing six points of piercing damage. Oh. He catches you right in the torso with it. That will be his turn. Lenny. All right, this man tried, he, he talks crap on my uh, rabbit, so I'm going to rage. <laughs> Real mad. <laughs> <laughs> and I am going to smack him with my big mace of smiting. <laughs> as you would. As, as, as you do. That's uh, 14 to hit. 14 hits. Cool. And then that's 9. Ooh. Very solid. And since everybody's had their turn, it goes back up to Mowgli. So Mowgli is specifically going to place himself kind of on the opposite side of this guy from his companions, if he can. 
Mm-hmm. So You're able to skirt him. around. Yeah, skirt around while he's distracted. And then uh, still holding on to like one of the vines that I had taken from the church in Frankenstein, I am going to lash out with it and cast Thorn Whip, which let's see if it hits. That is a 21. That'll hit. <clears throat> so the the vine whips out and as if by magic extends in length and grows these long, angry looking thorns and wraps around his arm, dealing four piercing damage. And then I drag him towards me and away from my friends. My goal here is to pull him out of their range so that they can get opportunity attacks, if I may. Yeah, you're able to pull him back about five feet. So Owain and Lenny, you are able to make opportunity attacks as he's kind of stumbling backwards. Owain will take his attack first since he's got the better. I live, I live on the jungle, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mowgli doesn't mess around. Jungle rules. Yeah, the law of the jungle. Well, shoot, that was only a six to hit, so I don't hit. Yeah, six does not hit. Ah, I rolled in that one. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> Lenny, you accidentally club Owain. Oh this no. Oh no. Oh. Roll damage. It's for the base of smiting, no less. Um, and you're raging. Hey, it's okay. I hit Owain. I rolled a one on my d6. So that is only going to be seven damage. Oh <laughs> Definitely could have been worse. So Owain, you just get... Lenny is just blinded by rage and since you're the closest thing he just hits you instead (laughs) all right and it is your turn owain he is just having a rough time (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna look at the man with lamb chops and he's gonna mutter under his breath prick pudding which in welsh translates into pudding willy, which means an idiot or someone you don't like. See, I thought I heard the word pudding, and uh, I'm glad to know that I did actually hear the word pudding. (laughs) And then I'm going to swing at the man with lamb chops with my sword, and that is a 15. That hits. Cool. Roll damage. All right. Um, I'm also going to use my bonus action to ignite my sword because at this point I don't give a crap because <laughs> hits so much. You're hurting pretty badly. Without flame damage, it's seven, and then with flame damage, another eleven points, so eighteen points of damage. Oh my gosh! Nice. So he goes down um, where your sword hit him, left some scorch marks, and Mr. Lambchops is no more. Um, good job, you guys successfully defeated him. Um, after seeing all of this go down, bless you, nobody else is interested in taking you on, and the street just empties. Mobile's just gonna keep running towards the uh clock tower, Big Ben. Nice. Since you've successfully scared everybody off the streets in your area, you do not need to make any more stealth checks, and you get up to Big Ben. There's a small entrance at the bottom and a lot of staircases or stairs leading up. So Ugh. stairs. Mowgli on seeing this and 
realizing that time is of the essence, he readjusts the paper in his nose, and then he's going to cast Spider Climb and immediately start scaling uh, the outside of the tower, and he's going to yell to his friends, I'll see you guys at the top! All right, so what's Smugly's movement speed? So, let's see. I'm remembering Spider Climb. Yeah, so you can just move straight up the side without any problems. 35? How long does that last? 35. For up to an hour, so... Oh, wow. Hopefully, yeah, I should be able to get to the top of Big Ben before that runs out. Yeah, so (laughs) in less less than a minute, you get to the top. Um, Behind the clock, everybody else is going to have to take the stairs. Um, I'm very sorry. It'll, It'll take you guys a solid 10 minutes to get up there. I'm gonna um, in the cold shoulder while we're going up. I'm still mad at him. <laughs> Poor Wayne is just like doing his darndest, and <laughs> I'm down to eight hit points. Oh my gosh! <laughs> just limping up the stairs, getting the cold shoulder from probably the nicest person in our party. <laughs> <laughs> You're having a bad day, to say the least. Hate this um, book. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mowgli, um, peering through the glass in the clock tower in one of the see-through bits, you see a huddled figure crouched over this small um, brass cylinder that's just belching gouts of steam and smoke from this a small opening in the top. And this steam, in turn, is running down the stairs and out to the rest of the city. Oh no! I'm concerned about my friends. Yep, so as you're concerned, <laughs> and <laughs> concerned is well earned, Owain and Lenny make constitution saves for me. Uh, it's a 14. Alright, and Owain? A solid three. Ooh, oh no! Oh no! Really? Oh no! <laughs> it is not Owain's day today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So Lenny keeps going. Um, Lenny, do you notice Owain? So Owain is going to um, fall to his hands and knees on the stairs. Um, first of all, he will take two oh, no. points of poison gosh. damage oh, from the potion, and your you suffer a mind wrenching alteration to your alignment. You are now chaotic evil. Oh gosh! Oh boy! Um, do I have? Should I roll perception to see if I notice him? Because I am giving him the cold shoulder. So you're giving him the cold shoulder. I'm I'm gonna assume that you're probably still aware of him, though. I feel like when you're angry at somebody and you're trying to give them the cold shoulder, I at least personally, I actually get hyper aware of what they're doing and everything they do because I want I want to make sure that they know I'm giving them the cold shoulder and that they know I'm mad at them. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So um, you you do see him just drop to his hands and knees. How do you react to this? Um, I'll stop and I'll turn around and I'll say, oh, come on, we're almost there. As he says that, Owain's just going to look up at him and swing at him with his sword. Whoa! <laughs> Ooh, coming out of left oh, field. No. Make an attack roll. 17 to hit and then a hit. three damage. Three? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't use the fling. That was probably good for Lenny. So, in your mind, you have just absolutely had it, and you see no point in anything anymore. Um, you're not aware that 
that you have been affected by the steam. Um, Lenny, I don't think has noticed either, but um, Mowgli, in the meantime, what are you up to with this? Okay. Yeah, so a couple questions for the DM. Um, what does the figure, so I can see a figure, right, you said? Yes. What does over. he look like? What is he doing? What can I assess about the situation in the clock tower? Okay, so from what you can see, he is huddled over this cylinder, um, fiddling with it. And the more he fiddles with it, the more the smoke or the steam or vapor seems to spread and it's starting to come out thicker. Um, he looks humanoid, very bulbous and very gross looking. Ah, okay. So definitely not a friendly looking fellow. No, and uh, what he's doing with it does not seem to be friendly either. Suddenly you're yeah. very grateful for the paper in your nose. Oh yeah. Um, is there, so second question, is there a way for me to get inside the clock tower? Yeah, there's a small hatch. Okay, that, and I can, can I do that stealthily without drawing his attention? Um, let's see how stealthily you do it with sleight of hand. Sleight of hand? Yes, to get oh, it boy. open. And get in. I don't have any kind of interest in the slide of hand. Okay, here we go. Okay, that's going to be a 15. Ooh, All right. Good. He has no idea you're there. He does not notice you. Okay, so can I be on the ceiling? Is yeah, that, is, spider is climb. the hatch from the ceiling or is it in the wall? Like where's the hatch situated? So the hatch is situated on the very bottom of the glass. It's meant for people to be able to go out and change oh, okay. the hands on the clock. But since your spider climb is still active, you're, you'll be able to get onto the ceiling without okay. any trouble. So I want to get onto the ceiling and as carefully as I can move over until I'm directly above this apparatus. All right, you are directly above it. And we'll pause right there to go back yeah. to okay. Owain and um, Lenny. Uh, Lenny, how do you react to this attack? I am upset, so I'm going to kick him as hard as I can, try and kick him down the stairs. All right, make an attack roll. <laughs> Ooh, that's a nat 20. Nat 20. So you push Owain so hard down the stairs in, in all of his armor and all of his glory, he goes fumbling down he will take your strength modifier plus six points in damage as he goes rolling down oh that's a total of nine he's unconscious yeah i am now at negative three yep so um you'll be making death saves as <laughs> oh, no. you're unconscious you you notice that he doesn't get back up lenny oh no um, I'm going to run down. I'm freaking out. I, I run down and I say, oh, George is going to be pissed. Um, I check to see if he's breathing. I hold my hand and I, I hold my hand in front of his mouth. He's still breathing. All right. Um, I'm going to kind of like rub my hands together and look around. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. So I'm actually just going to end up like I'll throw him over my shoulder. Um, I still have a leash, don't I? Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this guy up because he, <laughs> and that was mean. So dead or not, I'm gonna tie him up. I'm gonna throw him over my shoulder, and we're just gonna keep walking upstairs. All right, that'll that'll definitely do it. Um, Owen, make your first death save really quick. So that's just roll a d20. If it's a ten or higher, you get one success. If it's lower than a ten, you get a fail. It was a twelve, so that's a save. One save. All right, back to Mowgli. 
You are directly over this hunched figure. Yeah. Um, so looking at this apparatus type dealio, does it look fragile? Like, can I tell from where I'm at what this looks like? It's pretty solid looking. It's pretty solid made from looking. Solid metal. Um, there's these strange tentacle patterns inlaid into the brass. But aside from the top, which seems to revolve independently from the bottom half, it's pretty solid. Do I remember what uh, Professor Blindhop told me I needed to do? Were we supposed to break it? I don't remember. Yeah, so you guys were supposed to retrieve it, and then um, he would get in touch with you to see if you were ready for the next. Gotcha. So I'm just going to I'm just going to wait then and see if my friends ever make it to the top. I've still got plenty of time on my spider climb, so I'm just going to sit up there quietly waiting either for like either for my friends to get up to the top of the stairs and then I'll want to act again or if the guy walks away like more than 20 feet away from his his diffuser I'd want to know. Okay, so Lenny, I'm assuming you're just going to be going to the top of the stairs. Yep, I'm just um, tromping away. <laughs> Owen, let's make those death saves until we figure out whether you live or die. <laughs> oh gosh. Alright, uh, my next one was 19, and then you want me to do the last one as well? Yep, second success. 14. Alright, okay. nicely done. So you are no longer making death saves, you're stabilized, you're still unconscious, but... You're not dying anymore. You're just <laughs> tied up and unconscious. Um, <laughs> Lenny gets to the stop, top of the stairs and just kind of barges right into the room where Mowgli and this figure are at um, Owain slung over his shoulder like a sack of potatoes. I'm, I, as I barge in, I'm going to yell out, Mowgli, this guy, he just dropped down. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Mowgli, how do you react? Is does he see me? Does he know where I am? Um, I don't think he I realizes. I this was the top of the stairs. I saw the <laughs> building. You're in there. I'm just so yelling. So he's, he's just the, yelling into I'm the yelling air. it to the room in general. He yeah, just, I'm, I'm just sitting quiet. Okay, well, the hunched figure had no idea that you were coming and shrieks when you just barge into the room and yell. <laughs> he turns and tries to bolt for the door and only succeeds in running directly into the wall. <laughs> Looking a little dazed. Mowgli, you have the chance to do a reaction. Okay, so he's moved away, you said? Mm -hmm. So I'm immediately going to drop down onto this diffuser and try and pick it up and run away with it. All right, so you pick up the diffuser and in your head you hear a familiar voice say, that, that was quick. I'm very impressed. Get us out of here. Get us out of here. Get us out of here. Uh, uh, oh, okay. And um, it'll it'll just be a minute. I'm currently grading this paper. It's not that great. I'm having a... Shut up and get us out of here. <laughs> That's dangerous. <laughs> okay, so Mowgli's mind, he hears shuffling papers. This figure is going to turn to Lenny and try and slip past him. Lenny, get, you get an attack of opportunity. Um, you will have disadvantage since you are carrying Owain. Can I hit him with Owain? <laughs> <laughs> sure. 
Is it still disadvantage? <laughs> um, it is no longer with disadvantage. Hey! <laughs> since he's your equipped weapon, I guess. Okay, but here's a question. Does Owain take any damage from being used as a weapon? He's he will. A, he's unconscious. He's got he's exactly one, it. he's got one hit point, so <laughs> if he takes any, I mean, you do your thing, man. <laughs> I'm gonna hit him with the more armored parts of, of Owain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay. Hey, that's a nineteen. Oh, <laughs> Plus, what am I? Do I have any modifiers to this? Plus your strength. That's a twenty-two. All right, so you successfully just smash Mister Hyde over the head with Owain. <laughs> Owain, um. Let's see. What kind of armor are you wearing? Heavy? It's light Medium. armor. It's light. All right. So <laughs> roll 3d6 plus your strength. <laughs> As This is an extremely heavy. <laughs> All right. Let's go. <laughs> um, okay. That's three, seven, 11 plus six. Yes. So that is uh, 17. <laughs> All right. Um, so you smash uh, who um, you guys probably won't have the chance to recognize him as such, but you smash Mr. Hyde over the head and he just goes rolling down the stairs. And then uh, within a split second, there's that uncomfortable sucking sound as you guys are being, or <laughs> sensations, you guys are being pulled through this <laughs> teleportation circle back to the office of Professor Blindhop to kind of see where you guys are at and talk about book rot. Also, as you guys have been going about all of this, your experience up to this point will be enough to give you a level up. So, right. meanwhile, in this darkened room, the scrawny human fellow with a demon standing behind him and just kind of following him around, looks around and says, they got there much faster than I expected. I don't know that we're ready for this. Should we still go ahead? And he looks at the demon and the demon, um, over their demon devil over his shoulder says, we accounted for this, let's do it. And they pull out a small vial, or the humanoid pulls out a small vial with a wriggling tentacle inside of it that has fangs. He inserts it into this strange um, filigreed device, twists it, there's a flash of light, a screech, and then everything goes silent and dark. And that is where we will end for today. Thank you guys so much for playing and thank you for those of you who are still listening for enjoying this um, with us up to this point. We hope you've had a wonderful time, at least half as much fun as we've had, and we will see you on our next episode.